All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Women Transform Podcast. I am your host, Brianna Monet. And as you can see, I have some very, very special guests as we start our new series, the For Real series. And I'll get more into that later on. But I have my friends here. I promised y'all that I would do a podcast episode with my friends. So they are here. And today we're going to talk about healing. So if y'all want to go around and introduce yourselves, we can start with Tierra. Course. Hey y'all, I'm Tierra. I'm an accountant. Nice to meet everybody. Kings. Hi. I'm Kimber. <laughs> I'm a scientist. Don't mind us, y'all. This is how we do. So this episode is gonna be up and down. <laughs> Kaya. Um hey guys, I'm Kaya. Um I'm a doctor. Uh, just kidding. No, um, I'm a teacher, um, writer, dancer, you know, a little, little bit of a mix. But yes. Yay. Hello, all. Welcome, ladies. If you all have followed the Taking Back Control series, you know me and Kaya did an episode a couple months ago. So she's not new to the Women Transform tribe. But welcome, Kima and Tiara, as they join Woo! me for the podcast. Woo! Woo! So I'm really excited about today. So as I said before, do not mind us. We are silly. We laugh. The whole nine yards. So yeah, this episode might be a little up and down, but it'll be some balance. So today we're going to talk about healing. So I don't have the definition ready. Normally I'd like to read the definition, but we're just going to go ahead and get into it. So as you all know, I have been healing for a minute now. (laughs) But what I want to talk about today is like for real healing. So you know how we always say, oh, I'm healing. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. But like, are you really taking the necessary steps that you need to take to really heal, to really process, you know, what you're going through, spending that time with God? So me and my friends, we're going to kind of share our experiences and kind of talk about what healing means to us and how we're maneuvering through our process. And it's amazing because we're all kind of going through it at the same time. And I really thank God that I have friends that I can grow with and pray with and pray for. So it's really amazing and scary sometimes, like how we all just kind of go through the same thing in the same season. It's, it's, it's crazy. But whoever wants to start, what does healing mean to you? Who wants to start? <laughs> mm. I can start. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, I will say, like, before, like, in my younger years, like, I thought healing was just a one-time thing. Like, okay, I'm healed. I'm ready to do this. But as I'm getting older and experiencing more, um, I'm realizing that healing is just continuous like you're there's always something that you're going to need to heal from there's always some experience um that you're going to need to heal from or have a change perspective about um and i'm realizing that like throughout different seasons like it can look very different like you know in this season i might have had to heal from you know rejection right but then in another season like that rejection looks totally different from how it looked in that last season so i may need to 
up the healing now and it's just like okay i thought i learned about rejection already like why am i experiencing something else um so you know you do have those moments where you feel like well i thought i i thought i mastered this already like i thought i conquered this already like why am i experiencing another level of this but you know that's when i realized like it never it never stops like your mind needs to be changed daily it needs to be renewed daily and healing never ends and now that i think about it i'm glad that it never ends because i wouldn't be able to to navigate through my different seasons the way that i'm able to now if i still have that same mindset that i had seasons ago because i felt like i was so healed and i'm and i'm good i'm all better when i know that in actuality i'm really not so yeah healing is annoying but it's it's good in the it's long run <laughs> i do have a question because you said something and i'll go through everybody but you mentioned that rejection for instance you felt like mm -hmm. that was something you healed from but when it triggered you it was just kind of like, oh, wait, I thought I healed from that. So do you think that we really heal? Do you think that we're really, when things like that happen, so say something triggered you and you felt like, oh, I thought I handled that situation, you know, years back. Do you really feel like you were healed or do you feel like it's just a new level? Of it's a new um, level. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, I definitely say it's a, a no, 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 no. No, it's for everybody. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Well, I feel like it's it's different because it's it could be a different form of rejection or mm. coming from a different person, so you have to handle it differently. That's true. That's true. Because I used to always look at it like, dang, I thought I figured that out, but not necessarily mm -hmm. thinking like, oh, this is a new level. Like God is preparing you for another you know another level because like Hema just said it could be the first lesson could have been from a person the second lesson could have been from a job or from a loan for your business right. or whatever you know whatever the case is so just learning how to operate through those different um processes mm -hmm. hmm. Tierra what were mm. your thoughts on that I forgot <laughs> 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 No, I was asking. <laughs> I was asking, like, you know how when something triggers you and you feel like you've you've healed from it in the past, and I was asking, like, do you really feel like you healed from it, or is it a new level? It, no, yeah, it's a it's a new level because, like, well, it just depends. Cause, like, I'll say this: like, if you, I, I don't know how to say this. I don't want to say like you didn't heal properly, but sometimes we may think we healed from that situation, but Sometimes we may have not healed from that situation. Um, so it just Something depends. Something trigger you. Mm. Yeah. So, like, it is the, I guess when you get hit with that trigger, it's like, okay, I'm healed. But now it's like, it does hit me, but it hits me differently. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I think it's a new, it's a, it's a different level. But it is also, like I said, it just depends on how you heal. Because, like, mm -hmm. that's referring to your first question about, like, you know, what is like, what is our like definition of healing, you know, or what does it mean to us? You know, in the beginning, like when I first started, like with the healing process, you know, back in college, my idea of healing was drinking, mm -hmm. doing things mm -hmm. I should have been doing, humping, yeah. scrumping, just living. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying. 
<laughs> you ain't the only one. Scrumping, you know. Um, but like that's how that's how we heal. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm going through this. That's how I'm going to heal through it. But it, it's not. It's, it's more so suppressing healed. the real. It's thing. suppressing. You putting a bandaid on the situation. And like recently, I feel like when I turned thirty, I don't know what happened with thirty. You turn thirty, it's a different type of different energy. But I feel this is my first time really healing. Like, mm-hmm. like. I really had to sit in it. Yeah. And that was a lot. Like, you know, I cried. I was depressed. Like, I wasn't eating. Everybody know I like to eat. So <laughs> you knew something was wrong, you know? <laughs> but, like, really sitting and, like, analyzing the like, situation that I was going through, I'm like, yo, I'm really healing. Like, mm-hmm. this is crazy. But at the same time, you know, when we've had these discussions, like, in yeah. terms of my healing has to deal with, like, you know, dealing with men and relationships and stuff like that. So, of course, down the line, there's going to be triggers because I still like men and I know we'll be approached by men. Is this that I feel like, (laughs) I just feel like, you know, when you get healed and you, like, gain discernment and stuff like that, you're approaching differently. I'm going to be able to approach it differently compared to how I was in college. Right. Another question. So now I'm thinking, because we talked about triggers a lot. Do you mm. feel like we, when we're in our healing process, so now I'm thinking like our prayers should be, or if anybody is dealing with triggers, learning how to maneuver through triggers. Like I know we all had a conversation earlier to hear, like when you gave your testimony and I was saying, mm. I think God is just preparing you like for the next level. Mm. So, and you know, sometimes like for instance, and I've mentioned this and Kaya, I think you've mentioned this before too. Like when people are constantly praying for like peace and joy, like things we already have, like we already have it. You don't need to pray for it. You just need to, you know, execute it. If that makes sense. I don't know if that's the right word, but should we change our prayers when we're in our healing process? Like asking God to help us maneuver through our triggers so that we don't go back to where we were before when it first happened because i know a lot of people when they're healing they tend to go back down yeah yeah so do you feel like that's important to incorporate you know as you're healing like you know praying for your future self and all of that stuff Mm -hmm. yes yeah i i i think that those are that is something that we should pray about but i also think that we should also pray that we are open to receive the process in itself of healing because you know sometimes we may be so one track minded about how we want the healing process to go and we all know that it never goes right. how we want it to go and if it did it would be um it would be some crap. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it it would be it would be wild. So I think you know, along with um, what you said, I think we should also be praying for just having an open mind and open heart as to how God wants to mm-hmm. have us navigate through this journey that we are on because. You know, in reality, like for us to to be healed, like really we're just asking God to be healthy, right? If right. you're healing, you just want to get back to being healthy or you want to become 
healthy, right? So that means having a, a healthy mindset, a, a healthy perspective. Um, so going back to the, the trigger part, I feel like you'll never forget the way that something or somebody made you feel. Like, you know, if a if a situation that if a situation occurs that reminds you of of an old situation, you're gonna be triggered, right? You're you're gonna be like, dang, that remind me of that old situation or that old person. You know, you're gonna feel away, but it's like now that you are on now that you're open to how God has been healing you and making you healthy, like your response is healthier. It it doesn't match how it did like I said before in your other seasons, like it may have triggered you, but your response is totally different. It's a healthier response. Like Tierra said, like you're not resulting to drinking or hunching or whatever. <laughs> you know, just being you know, just being a jerk, right? You're yeah you're try you're you're responding in a in a healthy way. Healthy, healthy response, yeah. And that's crazy because that was actually gonna be one question that I was gonna ask. Like, what's the difference between like healing and college? Even though I don't think we really were healing, like Tierra was saying, we was doing everything but that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Ooh. But like now that we're in like a whole new decade, it's like, oh, I gotta sit in it. I don't I don't like that. And that's the hard part for though. me. Huh? I talked about this earlier with my therapist and I was telling her how much we used to drink in college versus how much we drink now. And she was saying like, do you think that's because like Tierra said, you were trying to like suppress what we wanted, what what we needed to heal from? Or do you think we drink that much just because the accessibility of the alcohol? Mm. And maybe it was a thrill because we were under 21. I think it was the thrill part. I think so too. I, I think, think it's a it, mixture of. I think of, it was. Yeah, it was a mixture, yeah. Both. Yeah, because it was around us, especially like freshman mm-hmm. year. It was around us. We were away from home. And I think anybody could relate to that. Like just being away from home, we being on our own and, mm-hmm. you know, going through our own process. Everybody has their own coping mechanisms. But it being right there, literally, I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's a mixture of all you of us. You have a bad day. Oh, we're going to go turn up. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> first day on campus, we went to a party, right? <laughs> it like a party the first day we went to campus or the first week or something. It was like, yeah, it was yeah, it was a lot going on. Tuesday turn up, turn up. So Tuesday, with yes. that, with that in mind, now that we pushing thirty, well, I'm pushing thirty. Y'all are thirty. I'm but... twenty nine. <laughs> I am three days shy. You are. <laughs> Happy belated birthday. Are you 30? <laughs> <laughs> so, stop. Y'all making me lose my train of thought. What was I about to say? <laughs> oh, wait. So, going back to the, the question that your therapist asked, Kima. So, now do you guys think that we are sitting in? And don't laugh when I ask this. I literally yes. just thought about this. So, do y'all feel like we're sitting in our healing now because we can't handle the yes, way we used to cope? Back then, mm-hmm. some I things mean, I brought up that I addressed that I, that I told her that I wanted to address this go around in therapy. I was like, Oh, I didn't care about it before, and I think that's because I was drinking mm. now. Like, I don't drink as often, and I'm just like, Dang, that kind of hurts because mm. mm-hmm. I feel like that too. Like, like, like you said, I, like back then it was accessible, but now it's like, oh, I just. I mean, we're not old, but it's just like 
stuff got to change. Like it takes too long yeah. to recover. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. That's like, hard. is it because it's just harder to deal with? You know, going back to how we were like in our early twenties versus now, it's like no, and we have real life goals. Like Tierra, you moved last summer. You know, Kaya, you're moving soon. It's just we got so much going on that yeah, like real life problems. changes. Yeah, I think it's on top of that too. So it's too mm. much. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was about to say. I think it's just ma- maturity, and yeah. um, we really didn't have a lot of responsibilities back then. Mm-hmm. Our responsibility was just going to class and making sure we we got the grades that we needed, so we can so we can get out of there. But that was that was really it. We didn't have any families. Like, yeah. We didn't have any kids. No, no real real relationships like right. you know we just had the typical <laughs> college <laughs> typical college relationship and we really didn't have as much experience as we do now now yeah. so i think even with us drinking the way that we did i don't think we even realized that it was a coping mechanism for us mm-hmm. and whatever we were going through we just saw it as like you know we're away we're in college yeah. it's easy for us to get like you said so we're just going to turn up not realizing, like Kima said, like, oh, we're having a bad day. We're just going to drink it away. Like, right. and then, you know, we'll all be good. But, you know, if you look at it now, it's like, okay, I can sit here and I can take a bottle to the head. But you're going to hang over Yeah, I'm going to have a terrible hangover for the next three days, <laughs> next three to five business days. Um, <laughs> and then. <laughs> And then it's like, I'm still going to have to go back to the stuff that I've been trying to run from. Yes. Because, like, I have more responsibility. Back then, I really, like I said, like, I could be having a bad day because my teacher gave me a bad grade. Right. Comparing that to now, it's like, I don't know. It's like high and low. That's true. Yes. I guess we really just didn't realize that we were doing that to cope. But we didn't realize how much we may have actually been dealing with things and how it was affecting us. So how, now that we're like literally full grown adults, how was it transitioning from that mindset to the mindset that we are in now? And don't get me wrong, everybody who's listening, we have a lot more growing to do, but like I said in the beginning of the episode, it's just, I'm not going to say it's ironic, but we are literally like growing together. We are all going through the same thing, which is why I wanted to have this conversation. But I have noticed, like all of us have said, we've matured a lot. So how is it shifting from that mindset of when we were in our 20s to now like having the courage and the strength to sit in what we're dealing with, with, with what's hurting us and all of that? Because let's be honest. I know for me, I, I get tired of crying. Like, I don't like it, mm-hmm. but I understand, like, to to receive whatever I need to receive from God, I need to release it and make room for him to do what he does. So what helped me during my process, of course, y'all know I had my son at 21. So I was kind of, like, forced into, all right, we ain't got time. You need to figure out something. So for me, it was, like, that solitude when I had to move away. And that's when I really started building my own relationship with God. And that's kind of where my mindset started to shift. I'm not saying that it started right away because I'm still learning. But how was that process for y'all? So like I said, for me, it was I started building my own intimate relationship with God. And I started to 
learn to trust him, especially, you know, being a single mom and all of that stuff. It was very difficult. But for me, that's how I was able to shift throughout my process and still till this day. So how was it for y'all shifting from your 20s mindset to now as far as healing and maturing? Um, <laughs> yeah, first you have to start off just being honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes I think it's even hard, it's hard to be honest even when you pray because like yeah. some things you, you're just embarrassed to, talk, to say out loud but those are probably like the the main things that you really need to face head on. So for yeah. me, it starts there with being just being honest with yourself. I think mine was more so when I had a really. I want to say mine really started. I want to say like when I turned like twenty five, like like on my own, mm-hmm. and like you know I took a lot of like leap like leap of faith. You know, like I run at time. I had got my own apartment. You know, by myself. I took a pay cut in the midst of everything. So, you know, there were times where I'm just like, I need a drink. And then I'm just like, we were talking about previously, you know, I would drink and I'm like, dang, I still got to figure out how I'm yeah. about to buy some. And I got to figure out how I'm going to gas in my car <laughs> to get to work and stuff like that. So, like, the problems were still there. And I'm just like, okay, I really have to step in faith. Like, and I don't know, I, one thing, I mean, I'm the only child, but, like, I feel like during that time, I was really isolated. And I feel like when I turned 30, you know, I'm in Arizona by myself, so I feel very isolated, too. So I think, like you said before, Bree, like, isolation was, like, really helped me with my transition. And, like, also this face in reality, you know, I didn't have the, these like back in college, I didn't have these responsibilities I'm dealing with now. So it's like, I have to find a different way to cope with drinking all the time and whatever else, you know, God forbid, I couldn't, I can't keep doing it. (laughs) So, you know, again, like that's how I felt my closest with God. Like I prayed, like I had to really walk in faith on my journey to get through this whole healing process. So, yeah. How was it for you guys? Uh, Um, Honestly, I think I tell this all the time, but like it started when I moved back home after college and um, I was dating this guy and I will say through that situation with him, like I was just open to so much more than what I was used to. Um, And that's when I started like really developing like my own personal personal relationship with god um and then like you know shortly after that like moving away on my own like moving out of state like that that healing process was like the first two years in maryland like it was it was chaos like it was chaotic but it was so needed like now that i look back at it because Number one, I was able to learn more about God and like who he is, which helped me to better understand who I am and um, my identity in him, um, which kind of helped me get through the that season of healing that I needed to get through. So I, I would definitely say just 
getting to know more about God and learning more about who he actually is and not like who people tell me that he is, but right. like who I know him to be for myself. Um, and then knowing myself, um, obviously I'm still learning myself, like, you know, cause I, I change all the time, but still knowing my identity in God for myself and not letting other people put labels on me or letting other things around me put labels on me. So that's definitely Very true. So I guess we can all agree that God is the source. <laughs> yes. Amen. Yes. Of the yes, journey. Ma'am. Amen. Yes, okay. ma'am. <laughs> Won't he do it? He sure will. <laughs> Kyle's laugh makes me laugh every single time. <laughs> And I don't even think she realized how funny her laugh is. <laughs> you really know. It makes me laugh. That's a good thing, though. You are a light. <laughs> so calm. Did I tell you with, um? well, I don't want to put nobody's name on the podcast. But so after we had the first, the very first Women Transform prayer call, like back in 2020, maybe? I don't know. But the one you did with me and Alicia. So somebody mm-hmm. texted me and was like, I call Kaya the quiet storm. Like, she's so quiet, but her words <laughs> have power. Aww. I was like, you know what? Yes, because you're so calm, but, like, your words really have power. She was like, yeah, I call Kaya the quiet storm. I was like, oh, that's, yeah. that's a good name. Like, like, I give a little words because that'd be Yeah, strong. and she's so calm she's with so it. So elegant, Like, how do you say this? <laughs> this guy... Because if I really said what I'll be wanting to say, it's like, <laughs> no, you meant that. It's no uh, sight. It's, it's God. Yeah, it's God. Because people be saying that about Cuba too. Like, she's so quiet until herself. I'll be like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we know what that left me. <laughs> I'm laughing at Kaya. All right. I forgot what my question was. You made me forget. I forgot what my question was. Kima, did you even answer what healing is for you? Did I? No. <laughs> I think we went into the triggers when we got to you. Healing for me is... Um, healing. <laughs> no, but I agree to you. Laughing, but I agree. Healing is period. Healing, literally. You know how people be like, period. When somebody say something that you just you can't even say nothing else, you just be like, if you know, you know. That's that's the sentence. That's the subject predicate paragraph. (laughs) Healing is healing. You do it on. You do it when you're ready. Mm -hmm. That part. Talk about that because a lot of people be (laughs) that part. Russian people say. yeah. Talking about what well, you need to do they this, do. you need to do mm-hmm. that. No, people have their own journey and their own process. They don't know what other people are healing from. Like some right. stuff could be like super traumatic, and it's gonna mm-hmm. take time. Yeah. Like I said, you're always gonna be healing, and I feel like that's because we're always growing. Mm-hmm. We're always learning about ourselves. So it's always gonna be something. Literally, it's always something. Yes. So. Oh, something yeah. might, God forbid, something might happen tomorrow at work, and then I gotta heal from that for the next eight years. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, let's pray it's that it's true. not eight years. 
I don't want it to be eight years. What you say? Eight minutes, eight years. Yeah, I don't want it to be eight years, but eight does mean new beginnings. So I mean, hey, hey, I guess I'll take that. But I guess actually no, because even even if you okay hypothetically you say okay something might happen and I might have to heal for that from eight years, but it doesn't mean within that eight year span that you're gonna be in the same cycle unless you choose yeah. to. Oh, yeah. Unless you choose to. So, speaking of cycles, have you guys ever found yourself like repeatedly? Y'all know my situation, but <laughs> have y'all found yourself like literally on a hamster wheel with something all the time? How did you get out all of all the time? If you are out, of um, it? I jumped out. <laughs> yeah. No, literally, you have to be fed up with it. You got to be sick of it. Yeah, you know, like the hamster wheel. It's kind of like. You're in that hamster wheel. You just gotta jump out the hamster wheel. Like, no, I, I really, I really think, and as like as I've gotten older, like I've come to not like the term. If you knew better, you do better because yeah. it's not true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's really not true. I mean, in a sense, it is true, but it will take a while like just because you know you let's say you shouldn't be dating that person it doesn't mean that you're automatically going to stop like (coughs) your mind like has to follow up with your your heart like they have to be in alignment so like your heart could be saying oh my god i should not be with him blah 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 but your mind is like your girl or vice versa like your mind saying don't be with him but your heart is like but i love him like (laughs) You're still like you're still going to go in that cycle because you're you're not a, a, in alignment. Your mind and your heart are not in alignment, mm-hmm. and it's going mm-hmm. to take discipline and it's going to take daily mind renewal in order to get out of that cycle. So I just hate the if you knew better, you do better because it's not that easy. So I think for me, that's why I am able to have grace for mm-hmm. other people like when they're in situations and I don't you know all of a sudden just get so angry because they keep doing the same thing like if they're doing the same thing to me I, I you know obviously I might distance myself but like I'll still have a grace for someone who may be dealing with you know some sort of uh cycle or whatever but child the amount of cycles that I've been mm-hmm. in, I, I should be skinny. I should be a <laughs> I want to say and, that um, healing no. or just cycles in general, it's, it's not just with people. Yeah. Like, it could be with food. Mm-hmm. I was going to say <coughs> Sorry. You said you were going to say that, too? Like, yeah. that's my cycle. Like, you okay over there, sir? <laughs> I'm fighting for my life. <laughs> <laughs> No, not fighting for your life. <laughs> you're healing. You're healing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, very much. Um, that's true. That's true. It's it's not necess- and sometimes it could be yourself because I know I've dealt with that. Like it's not necessarily people, and sometimes, a lot of times, it's hard to like look at yourself. Like you said earlier, Kima, like being honest with yourself. Sometimes it's hard to 
hold yourself accountable. So you'll go through them cycles because you're it's something you're afraid to say out loud. Like even though God already knows what you're dealing with and how you feel, but the thought of just saying it out loud and hearing mm-hmm. yourself say it, it's difficult. So then it takes me back to are we dealing with the cycles because we're comfortable, fear, or in some instances, some people just don't want to hear. They don't want to go through the process, which probably could be the same as fear. But do you guys think it's more so fear or just being comfortable in whatever situation that you're in because it's normal? Could be a mixture of both. Mm-hmm. Almost, it's going to be both. It depends. It's, it could be a number of. Both. Of things too, I do. I feel like it's more, but those were like the main two that came to me was like fear, because a lot of people, you know, fear can hold us back from a lot. Just like Tia was saying, like you're on a hamster wheel, but do you really have the faith enough to jump off of it and try something different? Because one thing that I've been kind of telling myself is, Brie, if you want different results, you have to do different things. That's why you keep going through the same cycle because you're doing the same stuff, so you're gonna get the same result. So if you Mm want to see different. That you need to do different. But then it goes back to what you were saying, Kai, when people say, if you, what is it? If you know better, you'll do better. I yeah. don't agree with that entirely either. Now that I've, you know, gone through some things and matured, I don't really agree with that entirely either. Because, like Kima said as well, it takes time to heal and you have to do yeah. it when you're ready. Because if you do it when you're, when everybody else is telling you to do it, I don't think it serves a purpose. I don't think you're being intentional about you know, your future or, you know, whatever you're seeking to get out of your healing journey. Mm-hmm. Hey, everyone. I hope you are enjoying this episode so far. But right now we have to stop for a commercial break and we will return. Hey everyone, Brianna here from the Women Transform Podcast. I just wanted to stop by and let you know that the Brianna Monet app is available for download via the App Store and the Google Play Store. If you love listening to the Women Transform Podcast, then you're going to love the Brianna Monet app. It's a one-stop shop for you to view all of my coaching services, the Women Transform Podcast, all of our monthly devotionals and prayer call playbacks, plus more. So if you want to get in on the Women Transform tribe and connect with me outside of the podcast, make sure you download the Brianna Monet app today. All right, now back to the episode. But I can say for me, mine was fear as far as cycles. It was fear. And for me, it's fear of the unknown, which I feel like that sounds cliche. But for me, it's, it's fear of the unknown. Mine is fear, fear and being comfortable. It just depends on the cycle. Like, let's talk about the, the cycle of procrastination. Oh, girl. Yeah, that's my <laughs> problem. <laughs> that's my yeah. problem. <laughs> that's my superpower. Right. <laughs> honestly, to for me, and I'm quite sure everybody can relate, like, my cycle of procrastination is based on fear. It's not mm-hmm. me being comfortable. It's fear. Like I got this big, it's like this big project or whatever. I'm just like, I don't want to tackle it. Am I going? Am I going to be able to tackle this? Like, mm-hmm. like, or am I going to fail? It's like the fear of failure and stuff mm-hmm. like that involved. Like even what down to like studying and yeah. like jobs, all of that. That's like that's what stems my procrastination. 
My procrastination yeah. is just how I know that I work good under pressure. Like, even though I'm not going to do it now, it's eventually going to get done and I'm going to do well. I saw something that said that, like, I procrastinate because I work better under pressure and I know it's going to get done. Sometimes I do that with certain things. But as I'm getting older, like, what Tierra was talking about, the studying part, see, I used to be able to study the night before or type a paper the night before. I can't do that no more. Not, especially mm-hmm. being a mom. It, mm-hmm. it, it don't work. It don't work. And, like this, so. and, then the, like, and that's the subject you're focused on. You, you can't do that overnight. Like, that's a lot of material. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, even what I'm studying on is a lot of material. Like, I'm like when I took the first exam, I'm like, oh, I can just knock this out whenever. And I'm reading, I'm like, oh, this is very humbling. Because I can't. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I'm like, this is a very humble Because, like you said, like, I could just study the night before, the morning before. No, you could drink for class and still make four point O's, and I still know how you did. <laughs> She's the only person I know that can do that. I, mean, I was just so amazed. I said you could. You used to drink, and we used to go to parties, and you would still get up the next day and still be having a full point oh, I don't know man. how you did it. God. <laughs> talent. Right, a gift. A gift. You made it. You made it. Woo! I also think that. um, I also think that identity plays a part in cycles and even like Mm -hmm. anxiety because you may. I mean, I guess anxiety can kind of connect with fear but it's like if you have anxiety you may be super overwhelmed with having to make a decision like I know for for me making decisions is like I hate it and it could be the easiest like it could be the easiest decision but it's just like it's very hard because my mind just goes starts going crazy like so many overwhelming thoughts and I'm just like I automatically just shut down I'm just like I'll get back to it another day and Mm -hmm. then the cycle just keeps going because I'm just like my mind you know there's too much going on in my mind and I I can't I can't focus the way that I need to focus so let me just put it off and then Mm -hmm. that also but I feel like do you feel like that increases your stress though because I also seen um a post oh yeah like you absolutely what did it say it says something about one way to deal with stress when it comes to procrastination and like on the paper, it said, just do it. Cause I've noticed that for me too. It's like, it don't be, it don't be that easy. It don't. I don't believe, that quote just really don't be sitting right with me because, because it's not easy for, it don't. for everybody. It's di- it looks different for everybody. For everybody. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And, and I think with identity it's just like, sometimes you're just really oblivious to the mm. situation that you're in. Like you're, you think that, you know, it's okay. Or if it is a, a person that you're dealing with, um, I don't know why I keep resorting to relationships, but, or friendship. You're just like, well, it's, it's not. <laughs> 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 be honest. 
you try to convince yourself like, oh, it's not that bad. Like, yeah, oh, he will change or she will change mm-hmm. or, you know, well, maybe this is what I deserve. Or you're, you start becoming hard on yourself because you're just like, well, maybe it was something that I did or something like that, which keeps you in the cycle because you're just so hopeful that mm-hmm. something will change. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a uh, uh, misplaced hope, honestly, mm-hmm. that yeah. kind of really just keeps the ball rolling when you know the tape needs to stop yeah Very true. Rest, so. right there in your face unfortunately yes yes yeah, it's just that's true. be annoying they do but you mentioned discipline <laughs> mm, and i feel like that's the hardest based on everybody's response mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the but hardest. i always think too okay. it's like having community like we have each other so it's yeah. like we can encourage each other, but I feel like if you're trying to do something different, but there's nobody around you that is even or has even experienced what you're experiencing, it's kind of hard to to navigate through it with, and you don't have that encouragement or you don't have that advice or that coaching to kind of help you, you know, propel you forward. So it's just like you really don't know better because you don't have anybody around you. Like you don't have the community that you need around mm-hmm. you. So like if you're struggling with finances, but everybody in your friend group or everybody in your family is broke, I, I, like what like what are you supposed to do? Obviously, like there's other resources that you can yeah. use, but like your first resources, the people around you, like it's, it's going to be hard to kind of navigate through that or back to relationships if that's nothing that you've ever seen but obviously you desire to have something you think like oh well this is okay because it's a little different from what i'm used to but it's still not it's still not good enough but it's a step above so i'm a i'm a chill with that so i guess that goes back to just being comfortable but you just not knowing better Mm -hmm. yes i said that that's settling Mm -hmm. for stuff you know you don't deserve or what you don't even want but it's, I don't want to say it's convenient, but it is what it is right then and there. So right, right. You take it. It's like comfortable again too. Yeah, and I think it still <clears throat> all boils down to identity, like Kaya said before. Because some people may not really understand that they deserve better, or like we had a conversation about jobs, like how a lot of times we feel like because we may have a good work ethic, people just want to keep. Throwing stuff on you, like mm-hmm. no, we're, we're not doing that. <laughs> you know, there's balance. I'm not about to stress myself out, but you know, other people don't respect that boundary. So I think it's all like knowing who you are, because some people may like that, may like people coming to them for every little thing, and they they know that they're burning themselves out, but because they feel validated in that sense that somebody needs them, they still don't have a sense of who they are, and that you know, because that's not a healthy way to kind of want validation in a sense mm-hmm. i can't get it out the way that i'm thinking it but like i said i just think I it all goes back to identity and just knowing who you are what you're going to tolerate what you're not going to tolerate and just setting those clear healthy boundaries and i think that's very important when it comes to healing because i need the boundaries the boundaries <laughs> but sigh but creating boundaries and like sticking to them is very hard. Mm. And also, I feel like 
when you create boundaries with uh, like we don't know, I guess we don't just just talk about relationships at this point. <laughs> when you create boundaries and they don't respect the boundaries, it makes it even harder. Mm-hmm. Um, and also with that, this is just like a side thing. If they don't respect the boundaries, you might want to give them the boot. But sometimes it's hard to do that because again, the alignment, the mind and the heart is not aligned. So, mm-hmm. but it's it's really a battle, but. Boundaries and disciplines. I mean, I thought like they they commingle together. Yeah. But yeah, it's you got to really stand firm and you got to really pray about those boundaries. Like you got to pray hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 yeah. oh, I feel like the hardest thing about setting boundaries, like if you're a people pleaser, like that. Yes. Is the hardest yes. thing. That was me. Like, Oh my God! Mm-hmm. Like you know, I know I told you you shouldn't, but I guess yeah. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. back in the cycle. Oh, mm-hmm. Like that's saying the word no. That's boundaries, but like sometimes it's hard because, mm-hmm. like, especially like say someone you're close with, like a family member or a friend, and they're like always needing you, and you're just mm-hmm. like, okay, I can't help you. Or, I, you know, I'm just like, I have to put my foot down. I have to help myself before I can even help you, if that makes sense. Right. So, so yeah. That's funny you said no, because when I was doing the um, fast with some of the ladies who joined me for the prayer night, she that was something that one of the um, ladies was struggling with, was people pleasing and saying no. So she had put, like, her little testimony in the chat room. And she was like, today I actually understood that no is a complete sentence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... That would that was that hit me in itself because like how you said like I'm one of them like I'm people pleasing because I don't want anybody to feel like you know I don't have time for them or whatever the case is but of course as I got older as my responsibilities change especially raising another human being like my priorities are different I can't be everywhere like you know you yeah. just can't it's it's too much but just understanding that Brianna it's okay to say no and not explain yourself why it's that <laughs> It's like, for what? Your answer is no. That's what it is. That's um, what I was going to say. You don't have to explain yourself. But I found myself in that cycle as well. It's just, and it didn't have to be like a relationship. It could be, like Tiara said, a family member. It could be at work, you know, piling more work on me or asking me, can I do this? Because they know I get it done faster than everybody else. It's, no. No. Mm. That's it. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> But yes, try asking again. (laughs) No. (laughs) But yeah, just understanding that that is a complete sentence and that you do not have to explain yourself to anybody unless you choose to. But that's a waste of time, too. And what do we always say, Tierra? We don't what? We ain't got time. We don't have time. We don't have time. No tango tiempo. We don't have time for it. It's just, it's, <laughs> we just don't. So what I've heard so far, as far as healing is concerned, the key elements, one is discipline. Um, being setting honest boundaries. with yourself, setting boundaries. I feel like I'm missing something. Knowing, your time, knowing when it's time for you to heal and not based on other people. Your timing. Timing of time. Oh, your own timeline. Yeah. 
Kaya, you said something earlier too. And I don't need, I usually write my stuff down, but it's, it's something else. It'll come to me. Because I want to make sure that we're leaving something with those who may be going through the same exact thing that we're going through. Rather, it is a breakup, rather it is a job or business. Because I know for me, when I opened my dance company, that was hard. I had to heal from that. I had to grieve from that. Because I just knew like, oh, I'm going to have this dance company. God was like, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> it was real rude. <laughs> He was like, no, ma'am, you can teach during the summer. But after that, no. I told you to do this. You're way over here. Go back. But I will say that's one thing I do love about God is he will make sure or Holy Spirit will make sure that you get back into alignment. And he will give you just enough to show you, like, this ain't really what you want. So I'm going to give you a little bit just so you can see. But you make that decision as to if this is what you want to deal with. I cannot think of the scripture. And I know this is terrible, and I may not be quoting it right, but I don't know if it's if it says the blessings of God addeth no sorrow. I may not be saying the whole thing right. I might not be saying it right from word to word. But just understanding when something is God and when it's you, because sometimes as humans, we can be very ambitious. And like I said, it could be business. It could be relationships, friendships, jobs. It could be anything. So just understanding, again, your timeline and being in alignment with God and just allowing the Holy Spirit to kind of lead, not kind of, but to allow the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you wherever you need to go, especially on your healing journey, because there will be people who are going to rush you, make you feel like you need to do this, make you feel like you need to do that. And nine times out of 10, them people don't know nothing about what you're going through and never experienced it a day in their life, but they just want to tell you what to do. (laughs) So just learning, what do we say? Um, Discipline. Your timing or timing. I keep forgetting. Discipline, timing. Boundaries. 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 Finding your identity in Christ. Identity, yes. Yes, that's big. Identity Identity is huge. Yes. And God. Yes, not in other people. Triggers? In God. Mm -hmm. Wasn't Hmm? it triggers the one? Like addressing the triggers or... Yes, being honest. That's because, yeah, because Kima had brought that up. Like, just being honest with yourself. And I feel like that really is the beginning part of it. Yeah. Being honest. Because how are you going to know what you really want to heal from if you don't address it? Right. Yeah. I really feel like that's the the starting point. And really being serious about it. Because I know I've been the type of person, I'm like, oh, I want to heal from this. I want to heal from this. It goes back to timing. You ain't ready. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't ready. So being being open, being open yes. to yes, which is why yeah. I called this series for real, like real healing. Just like Tia was saying earlier, like I looked around and I realized, like I'm really healing. I'm really sitting in it. I'm really processing. I'm really praying, reading, fasting. I'm doing everything that I need to do to help me get through the situation. So definitely starting with being honest with yourself and being honest with God and allowing Him to come in and start to heal those those parts and those areas that you're seeking healing in so yeah i also want to say that healing sounds pretty but there's definitely you definitely have your bad days and sometimes more bad days than good mm-hmm. but uh don't beat yourself up about it like yeah. extend grace to yourself because like you'll get through it but it's not easy 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if it's your day, you just need to cry, eat some ice cream, watch the new yeah. professor. <laughs> Do that. I'm surprised you didn't say Norbit. Norbit. <laughs> I went to know professor because it was that one scene when he was eating the ice cream. Oh, the ice, ice cream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I found too? Whatever he- healthy, let me just make that very clear. Healthy things. Coping whatever. Yes. Healing. Whatever makes you happy within that moment when you're healing mm-hmm. like for me i found myself actually having like comfort movies or shows mm-hmm. which i know ne- because i usually mm-hmm. do not watch tv i don't i really don't watch tv like that but i found lately that i found certain shows of mostly movies that are like comfort movies that i like to mm-hmm. watch that makes me laugh or you know gets my mind off of stuff so i will say even the smallest things and i, I think i've said this before in my podcast like just a cup of coffee like some it could be something so small but Whatever you feel in that moment, healthy again. <laughs> Whatever you, you feel in that stimulating moment, activity. Yes, that too. Like puzzles, reading, mm-hmm. crosswords, Sudoku. These are just some of my hobbies. That's interesting because coloring. Um, I brought that up too. Would you say, Tier? What? That's interesting because, like, my therapist, she brought up that kind of stuff. She was just like, mm-hmm. you know, when this trigger comes up, how are you going to address it? Like, what are you going to do mm-hmm. in a positive way? Like, so, you know, I came with a, I had to come with, like, a list of things, like, I would do. Like, if I felt, like, kind of like we was, like, what we were talking about, like, you know, if it's, like, something that pops up reminds me of this person, like, what mm-hmm. do I do to get out of that trance? And, you know, for me, working out yoga, mm-hmm. um, yeah, working out yoga, and my big thing is music. I didn't realize how big yeah. music played in my life. Yeah. Like, when I'm, like, going through a bad space, I listen to my gospel, and I honestly say I listen to my trap music. Well, we gonna listen to trap. <laughs> Sometimes you need that extra boost. Yes, you need that extra boost to get you going. But yeah, yeah. I listen to sad music. It don't go too well. I'm like, oh, boy, I'm just old, that's a favorite. <laughs> what you say? See, that was gonna be my, my question too. Like, um, just like how, how do you remain disciplined? Like Mm -hmm. when you are going through this healing, I mean, like, like we said, like we're always healing. So, but but how do you stay disciplined? So you're not going back into, into cycles, but I feel like you guys kind of answered some of that a little bit yeah how do you you it looks looks different for everybody it is different but i know for me like my recent (laughs) can't say it on here but (laughs) my my recent situation like staying disciplined i think tiara i had text you or called you no i text you but i had somebody on the phone to keep me grounded and thank god they answered it had to be god because you know sometimes when you need people the most don't nobody answer but I thank God in that moment because I remember texting you to here and I'm like look at this and then I ended up calling somebody and they kind of just like talked me through it because honestly if I didn't have anybody to talk to yeah it would have went left real quick and Tierra's thinking about the situation that I'm telling her (laughs) (laughs) huh no the screenshots I sent you Oh. Yeah. 
We love a receipt queen. <laughs> I had to. But that, that's just, that's a new thing that I've been doing because in the past, I've been feeling like I had to heal alone in a sense. So I never really invited people into, well, trusted people because you don't want to invite just anybody in your healing journey. But just having people that I trust that's going to be completely honest and say, uh, no. Mm-mm, we're not doing that today. So in that moment, that's what I had. And honestly, this may sound cliche too, but just asking God what to do in that moment. Because that wouldn't have been something that I would have done. I would have just fell for the track and just did my own thing. Just because in that, I'm still weak in that area. So I still, like you said, I still need discipline. I still, you know, need reminders. No, you can't watch me. As y'all know, all my listeners no, know. Okay, come on. I just saw the hand. Hey, so all my listeners know that my son makes a special appearance. We'll do a podcast episode one day, buddy. Oh, that would be cute. You can talk and we'll talk about some things. All right? Oh, right? A grown man. Right in your teeth. Don't put my hair in my teeth. See, yes. this is what I'm talking about. All right, I'm almost done. Go ahead. Oh. So he does the complete opposite of what I always tell him. Mommy's doing a podcast or mommy's in a meeting. Stay in my room or your room. He always, I want to say hi. Like, stay in your room. Hey. Stay, I just want to say hi. Hi. Like, oh my gosh. But anyway, so those of you who've been following me, y'all know that my son makes a special appearance every now and again. Oh, I thought he was bringing his chair out here to sit with me, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> he went in his room and grabbed his little desk chair. I thought he was about to come out here. <laughs> and be like, I don't care what you're talking about. Can I tell them what happened? <laughs> no. No. Next time. No, next time. Okay, buddy? But, um, yeah, just asking God, like, what to do in that moment and allowing the Holy Spirit to lead you. Again, I know that sounds very cliche, but, again, that... The old me wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have called anybody. I would have just tried to deal with it myself. But just having that extra person saying, no, we're not going to do this. I'm coming over because we're not doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like just having somebody to kind of intervene in that situation. So that's one new way that I've learned to deal with triggers. But like Kima said earlier, just doing different stuff. Like me and AJ, sometimes we would do like puzzles or watch movies. Or I might have like my coffee, Tierra. Like Tierra said, music. Um. Dancing was my first, but it's been kind of hard to do that lately with, you know, all the other things that I have going on. So I had to kind of find different outlets to kind of help with those triggers. But yeah, music and reading has been my new thing lately. That's been my new thing. But reading books that help. um... My attention span is too short to read, unfortunately. Mine is too. <laughs> That's why I'm still was... on Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about reading books that I'm trying. <laughs> I'm talking about reading books that help. Like I'm feeling bad. <laughs> this new book but, I um like I've been reading stuff like this that like what is that? It says permission to permission. Read. Oh. Free living the life God created for you. It's backwards. Oh, oh, oh you know why it's backwards? Probably because the way that I have my um 
Oh. Set up, but it's called Permission to Live Free, Living the Life God Created for You. Okay. Yeah. So that's hmm. something that I'm learning because I'm learning to live free. Mm-hmm. That's what Jesus died for. So yeah. I was going to say, um, and I think about this scripture, I think it's in Ephesians. I could be wrong. But it says to be alert and stay sober. Mm-hmm. And that, I will say, is also the key to staying disciplined. And obviously, not like, I mean, it could be staying sober from like alcohol, but also like staying sober minded, like things that would probably fuel Mm -hmm. you doing the very thing that you need to step away from. Mm -hmm. Like you need to stay sober from that or be alert because like Bree said, like there's going to be times where you're going to be trapped. There's going to be traps. Like the devil, the enemy is going to try to set up, not try, he will set up traps and if you're not alert if you're not sober you're going to fall for it every single time and i had to learn that like i feel like i'm putting my business out there but like even not saying i was a little skank but like not (laughs) having like not even like like not like not having sex or even like not being in a relationship Mm -hmm. at the moment like (laughs) Stinks like <laughs> y'all gonna be watching. Y'all gonna be like, "What is y'all laughing at?" <laughs> sorry, y'all. Stinks like sober from that, or like, yeah, not not being in a relationship with men, or not dating, like just keeping away, or being mindful of the things that I do or say, or watch or read i was just about to say um, that's also helps with even people. on so even on social media like yeah. i had to unfollow the shade room because i'm like bro mm-hmm. that, like <laughs> y'all are doing too much mm-hmm. um, Listen, so was, just staying sober and being alert like not being naive to yeah the devil's the devil's schemes right because and that goes into watching like you said watching what you're watching watching who you're talking to and paying attention to what you're listening to, too. Because if you practice in celibacy, certain things you just shouldn't listen to. Because <laughs> it'll get you in the mood. Exactly. Like, it'll it get you in the whole purpose. And that's how we stay in cycles. Like you said, you find yourself doing it over and over and over again. That's because you're not being vigilant. You're just out here. But your streets. No, but that's... No, and but I that's, even... That's it. And I even find it like, I feel like this is TMI for a podcast episode, but like, you know, for females, when it's that time and your sex drive is like the highest, it's just like, even the enemy uses that time to be like, you know what, girl? Mm-hmm. You might, you might, could, you might could get something before this little red light yep. start, start <laughs> coming. <Right. laughs> <Isn't it? laughs> before this little red light come, no red light. <laughs> so you but know, I'm, but do, I'm serious. Like, like he'll use the like the like you, the smallest things that you probably really wouldn't even think about. And if you're not sober minded and alert to his schemes, you're going to fall for it. Yeah, you know definitely. Because I remember Bree, I remember we talked about it. 
about like you know and it's i know like sober in general but like like say like you know myspace is kind of like what kai was talking about the whole no sex thing or whatever mm-hmm. so like i know if i drink right things could go left so i'm just like okay i'm staying away from that because i know mm-hmm. what basically having a sober mom like okay i need yeah i don't, I don't have time for none of that <laughs> but that's what healing is for like you want to be able to be in a space where when you drink or have a drink you don't feel that type of way you can just enjoy mm-hmm. yourself yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and i think it that's also a- goes to like knowing your limits too knowing what you yeah. can, and it doesn't have to be with drinking but it can be knowing what you can and cannot handle especially when you're healing because when you're healing you is so sensitive like yes. everything is so sensitive anything can be a trigger like anything mm-hmm. you hear see could just be like oh like you know and it seemed like you know how you buy something you buy a new car and then you just start seeing a car everywhere that's kind of what healing feels like sometimes mm-hmm. like the, the one yeah. thing you're healing yeah. from it's like you hear it you see it or something Keep, reminds yeah. you of it and it's just like mm-hmm. or it's going on but i also think that thank you holy spirit because i didn't even see it this way but i also think that it could be god just trying to get you I don't want to say used to it, but getting you to a point where it doesn't bother you. Like just getting you mm. to the point where it just doesn't bother you. Because if for me, like I used to be like out of sight, out of mind. It, that I feel like that helps to an extent, but I still feel like that's another way to suppress things. Mm-hmm. It's because you're not really you're not really dealing with it. Mm-hmm. at all you just like all right whatever you're not really dealing with now of course some things and some people you need to just be like all right that's it but you yeah. know unfortunately with other situations it's not always that easy so sometimes i just feel like god is using that area to kind of help you build tough skin in a sense so yeah. that way your healing process can get a little easier and if you deal with something bigger than what you just you know overcame by the time you get to that next one you'll be like oh i've seen this before yeah, I got yeah, it. Like that's why it's how it is like with my relationship with food. Like when I'm trying to eat clean and do do right, they got the new chick Popeye's chicken sandwich, you know, <laughs> some, like that, some type of. And I'm like, dang, I want to try this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's rough. Like that's like. Mm. Well, like when you fast and then people be like, "Let's go out mm-hmm. to eat," be like, oh. <laughs> "I just drink water." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm treating, I'm treating you for lunch today. I'm just like, right. all day. Or your job, going to buy lunch. You be like, dang, I'm Literally. fasting. Now they want to buy free lunch. I'm fasting. Well, mm-hmm. they can't, can't get aside. They go to, I'll eat that food. <laughs> yeah. That temptation be coming in heavy. Yes. But there is a yeah, way of escape. the temptation is rough. Mm-hmm. There is a way of escape. Sometimes sure. we don't want to take that route, but <laughs> it's there if we ever want to. Okay. This was a good conversation. Thank you guys for joining. Keep 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 the light. Keep the light. You about to go to sleep. I gotta go blow my nose. Yeah, I keep the light. Oh, baby. I hope you feel better. I know. Thank you. Was it the rain? I have no clue. Might have been the rain. This weather has been acting funny. I don't miss that. You know what? You and that scorching heat. The sun's still uh, shining where she And is. it's still, I'm about to say, it's still daytime. <laughs> I know it is still daytime. I just realized. What is it? 6.30 where you are? Yeah, 6.30 over here, yeah. <sighs> Jesus. But it's, like, it's hot, but it's not, like, it's not, like, 
So I was it's like 110 degrees, but like I walked to the store and back, and my clothes were still dry. <laughs> so it's not okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. No shade. But I'm just saying. You know what? <laughs> You know, if I went to that in Maryland, rainy. my whole shirt would be drenched. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I'm sweating out here. No, yeah. Oh, that's the other yeah. thing with age. You just start sweating. <sighs> yeah. Out of nowhere. <laughs> Not really out of nowhere, but it just seemed like you just, ugh. I don't know. Mm. But anyway, thank you guys for joining me for this podcast episode. Okay. Thanks for having yeah, us. I hope we all over the place. I feel like we touch base on a lot of important things. Yeah. Things I can't remember, but they will be in the show notes <laughs> by the time this episode <laughs> by the time this episode is released, it will be in the show notes because I'm gonna have to yeah remember what we talked about. But I know the main thing is just identity, um, being honest with yourself, discipline, and timing. I know it's a little bit more than that, but those are the main things that stick out to me. So again, thank you for joining me. We finally did this episode. I've been promising everybody since probably last year. I don't know, but we did it, guys. We found time and we did it. It's very late here. The Tierra still has sunlight, but it's all good to go. I mean, I'm still going to sleep. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you did good this time. You didn't say a nap because we all know when you say nap, you going to bed. I'm still on East Coast time. You going to bed? You not taking it's on that? It's not thirty. Listen, it's nine thirty somewhere. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, <laughs> naps are non-existent for you. You go to bed, honey. She slumbers. You <laughs> said she slumbers. <laughs> she hibernates. Like, I'm actually glad that you're, like, up. Because I was worried. I'm like, dang it, Tierra, go home and go sleep. <laughs> it's <laughs> over. <laughs> no, she I'm laughed and she lie. thought about it. Because she <laughs> laughed. To be honest, y'all yeah, might want to thank Brittany on this one. Because me and her was FaceTime. I was talking to her until it was time to start. Mm-hmm. Oh. And she was like, yeah, you thank look you, tired. I like, yeah, I'm a little tired. I was worried. I'm like, if she go home and go to sleep, man, we're going to be. Because <laughs> that's right. it. I'm here though, I made it. Yay! You made it. I made it. You made it. Everybody made it. (laughs) Not delivered. But yes, thank you ladies for joining me. I hope we can do another episode. I want to do one with us all together one day, but we'll talk about that later. But anyway, yes, thank you all for joining me. I love y'all. Like I said, all of the um, points will be in the show notes, and I hope I don't miss anything, but all of the <laughs> points will be in the show notes. And if you are not watching, you can watch on the Brianna Monet app. The video version will be uploaded there. So thank you all for listening to this week's episode. We are back. Thank you for being patient with me. I know the last episode was April. Y'all do not judge me. <laughs> the last episode was April, but we're back. I'm being obedient. So, but yeah, thank you, ladies. Love y'all. Thank you. Love you. Love you. Bye. And I'll talk to you all next week. <laughs> I'm cracking up at people. <laughs>